Welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. We are talking all things football. Declan Rice has decided to be English. We've got some Champions League talk to get through. Aaron Ramsey might pop up a little bit. We've got front three, back four, results league and anything else we can talk about. Let's go! Three big uh, big predictions, and it looks like uh, one of Mark's ones going to be right. Can you remember any of them? Uh, Mark can remember his. Yeah. Uh, one was Luke Shaw to get an England cap, which he got within weeks. Oh yeah. One was. It was something. Uh, it was Barkley, was wasn't it? No, that no, was Danny's. Oh. I think my other one might have been Arsenal to finish in the top four. Yeah. Yeah. Which it doesn't look likely anymore. And the other one was Tottenham to to make the Champions League final. And so we like, have to we have to put our hands up here, Danny, and admit we did scoff at that a little bit. I mean, I'm still scoffing at it, but but I mean, yeah, fair enough. I mean, they were, they destroyed Dortmund. Yeah, we all watched the game, right? Second half they destroyed Dortmund. They actually, I, I I kind of flitted between that game and the Ajax game, which is actually the worst thing to do because you don't really get the best the best of either. You just sort of see highlights between yeah, both, yeah. which is a really stupid thing to do. But I did it because I, I really wanted to watch the Ajax game, but then the Dortmund game is interesting. Uh, but yeah, this, from what I could tell, first half Dortmund dominated. It was all about Sancho, all about Witzel dominating the midfield. And then second half, Pochettino effect. I don't know. You uh, say Tongan just came out of nowhere. You say they. Well, he. I mean, he, he used to play at fullback a little bit, didn't he? And he I, I think he's quality at both positions. But Belgium, he plays left back. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. Well, I might have to push back a little bit on that. I don't think Dortmund dominated. They never looked hugely threatening, in my opinion. But I mean, Spurs did look excellent in the second half. Uh, I, just a bit of an aside thing. I'm not sure if I'm fully sort of formed this idea, but do you think that? Um, English teams utilise fullbacks massively different to Europe because I, the reason I say that I've never really been that um, impressed by Serge Aurier since he's been in England but he played a great game um, midweek and I'm thinking is that just because it's a European thing or is it just a one-off or you know do you know what well, I'm so, getting at? Yeah no, I know what you mean Serge Aurier's strength is not defending so when you ask Serge Aurier to go and attack he's a very good wingback but when you ask him to defend he's not a very good defender so I think it depends on the game. Like the, clearly, half-time, Pochettino realised, he looked at Sancho and he looked at uh, Pulisic and he said, well, those guys aren't going to run back. So if we just push the wing-backs on, then they get, it's going to drive them back and we'll be, should you, be able to you, dominate. You probably watch European football more than... Well, certainly more than me. I don't know about Mark, but out of the three of us, you probably watch the yeah. most. Do you think, do you think that they, they just don't necessitate full-backs, like defending? Uh, I've never noticed any difference. No, no? not not oh, really. Right. Not really. If you think about, I mean, some of the best fullbacks that we've got in the country are European. They're not English. Yeah, they're European, and that's the style of play. In France, they loads of the teams play three at the back, flying wing backs. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's an English thing at all. I think it's a it's a modern thing. Like, do you not think the things go in cycles? Like for ages, it was all about playing five at the back when Conte was winning, and then it changed, and then it was about it seems to two be up season top, to season. Then, like last season, yeah, it was like yeah. three at the back, wasn't it? Uh, and even like Wenger who's stubborn everything all of a sudden was just like alright I'll do that too and then it was the, the false nine for a bit yeah and then it, so it kind of goes in these strange 
cycles, you don't really know why, but everyone just goes with what seems to be working at the time. And yeah, flying wing backs. And that's because England at the World Cup showed if you have good full backs, it, it makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, is Sun world class? Yeah, I think so. I feel if you're doing it on the uh, the Champions League latter stages, then that I mean, there's no higher level. But I mean, like, I mean, there's still levels to it. He's, he's playing for Spurs. You think like if he was to play for a Juventus, a Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, those kind of teams, you reckon he would he would fit? Because I think he, I think he's I think he's just pure pure class. I love him, love him to bits. There's just something about him where he's maybe because he's a bit uh, quiet or he's not such a show, you know showboatish or anything like that. Maybe he doesn't get some of the shine, but I, I think he's as good as any player in the Premier League. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've definitely said there's a few Premier League players better than him. No, I, um, yeah, but I wouldn't put... A, there's not a long list in my he, opinion. He could potentially be on the list of player, like player of the season. He might make the list if he carries on like he is now. Well, I said that. He might make like, list. oh, hold on, he's got to do a few more things before he's... Yeah, I mean, we're not at the end of the season yet, but yeah. if it ended today and you had to pick... I don't know, whether they shortlist about six to ten players, he'd probably be on it. Would he be in my top six? I don't know. Probably for another day. Well, how, well, well, yeah. well look, look I, I would say, like, maybe Man City's got two or three players that yeah, better like than alone. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think if I had to pick a player of the season today, I'd pick Mane. Really? Yeah, I think he's been what? Liverpool's best player. No, he hasn't. He's had a, he's in form. He scored three or four goals so in the shot. But he's been, he, he went but he like eight in, nine games. He didn't do anything. But he's been in form all season because the the debate was at the start of the season. Mane was the cheaper option on fantasy. Yes, and I've had him since day one. Like, fantasy. Okay, Mane is actually going like, and now we're we're in February and it's like. Mane's still going at a pace where you wouldn't regret having. I actually him. don't think you can look Pascal and Murray, but um, <laughs> it was, I think Van Dyke. It's weird. Actually. Van. Oh yeah, actually, Van Dyke is the shot. best great Liverpool shot. player at the moment. Yeah. So it's weird. And if they win the league, it's because uh, of him, not because of. I think it's it's weird in the Premier League now. I think trying to get a um, player of the season is really tough because I just don't think players are consistent over a season, like sort of players in the past. Do you know what I mean? They all have their. Uh, patches of form and they all look great in this period and that period but how many times in the last few seasons has a player really gone from uh, Wolves uh, Salah you know, last, last year Salah yeah. Yeah, Ramsey a couple of years ago do you remember no. he'd had that worldy season where he scored yeah. like 29 goals or something stupid everyone was a banger maybe I'm just putting that but there was a year that Hazard won it and I thought maybe he had a strong ending but I don't know about it. Often they, they try and pick a player. Actually, it was weird that Salah won it over De Bruyne because Man City won the league. And normally they just pick the best player in the team. He's got the, the most league. goals. Uh, but well, Salah was doing, doing some crazy Yeah, stuff. he broke yeah, the of record. Course, of course. Um, Declan Rice. Declan Rice. He's English, he? boys. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I I actually thought, I don't know who wrote it for him or whether he wrote it, but the, like, the announcement and what he wrote, um, I thought was really well written. What did he say? We can get it up, Go but on, it was just how it, it how he said it and how it came across it was just really humble. It was a bit like um, you know if you don't if you I, I feel really half Irish half English. Go, go on, read it out. I'm not going to read it. It's too long. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh I, I didn't see all of that. I didn't see all of that. He's just basically saying it was a really difficult decision and having dual nationality is one of those things where if you don't have it, you just don't know. And he said, I feel for both, but I feel English. I was born in England 
And although I respect Ireland, I just it wouldn't feel right. I, I just, want to play I, for England. I just think you know it's, what? Fair enough. I just think it's quite funny because it seems like this has been such a big deal for everyone and big in the news. I'm like, will he even get more than ten caps? Like, I don't think he's. it's one of those things where people. It happens where they they're Irish to get game time, and then as soon as they think they've got a chance of uh, playing for England, they suddenly change. Yeah. which means. Because he's played well, for Ireland. might have been an effect on him as well. You think, oh, yeah. right, let's get into it. The, the thing I would say about Declan Rice, so he's, was he, 19? So he's still young. We don't really have, I think, other than Dyer, we don't really have a player, a sitting midfielder. And if, if he gets better, which he should do, and plays like he has been in the last few games, like the game against Liverpool, he absolutely dominated that Liverpool midfield. The game, he's had a few games recently where he started to really pick it up. So if he can get to that level, we don't have another player like that like, to just call upon. So, yeah, potentially, no, it could be great for us. For me, he feels English, he should play for England, that's fine. It, it's, just a, it's just a player... It showed he only played for Ireland because it was the, he thought it was the Did only he play, team. what, is it in the friendly? Friendlies. Yeah, yeah the friendlies. he played like three or four games. Yeah. But don't and forget, he, so he, had, he basically made his debut, made his Premier League debut, two days later got called up to the Irish squad... For a friendly by, I think it was Mick McCarthy, whoever it was at the time. O'Neill. Oh, O'Neill, yeah. And he obviously went, yeah, okay. Like, I'm 18 years old. I've just played my first professional game of football um, in the Premier League. And now I've been called up to the national team, sure. And I think it probably all just happened at once. And you know, it's not going to say no, because England didn't come calling. So. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just one of those. It's like, it, for, for Irish, it's quite insulting. It's like, you'll use us when it suits you. And then now you got a bit big for your boots. You're like, you you didn't deny feeling. I think that friendly. Irish. I think that friendly thing is a weird one. Like you it's, a weird rule. it's a weird cap. rule. I think if you represent a team in youth levels, I don't know what he was doing in youth levels. He represented England. Youth. Yeah, I think if yeah. you represent up to a certain age, if you represent a team in the in the youth structure, I think you have that's the team you pick for uh, in senior level. See, I'm almost more forgiving of youth level because. The youth is such, like, you just want to make a name for yourself. So, like... You'll play anywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> if there's, like, an under-19 tournament and you could go with some, somewhere that you're eligible for... Yeah. Like, it, all you're trying to do at youth level is make it to the main stage. But once you play for the main team, I think that's... I think once you play for the, the full senior team, that's it. Like, that's yeah, of course. Yeah, so I, you're I, I agree friendly or otherwise. Yeah. I agree with you, and it was probably a mistake on his part to play those friendlies, but... But we've like seen that. it all the time. Like, there's loads of players that should have been English, but well, Ryan Giggs. Imagine Ryan Giggs had played for England in that. Like, Boy, it won't be. Well, I was, think, I was thinking more like Victor Moses and stuff. Which, yeah. Like they are English, but Zaha. They, but yeah, they just yeah Zaha. That's a big loss, actually. I think. A big, big loss. Zaha. Yeah. I don't know. We don't need all that rolling around. You, you think he doesn't roll around? He gets hit. Like, yeah, he, gets you know, he, he just complains. He gets, he gets, oh man, when you watch just, if you isolate a whole game on him, he gets butchered. Him have and Hazard, watched, yeah, have you watched him? Does even Hazard complain? No, he just gets he on. Does get on with it, I must he say. just gets on. But Hazard gets on with it because Hazard throws himself down because Hazard's proud of being fouled. Yeah, he likes he'll, he'll, he'll beat you, come back and be, just try to get fouled again. Like. Yeah. The amount of times Hazard could go through and, you're, and he falls down because he wants to be fouled. He wants to, to know be the be, most fouled yeah. player in the world or whatever. Yeah, there was a season where he was the most fouled player in Europe and you're yeah. like, you know he's proud of that because he sees it as a compliment. Talking of Hazard. 
What's that, his brother? Yeah. We're watching Frankfurt versus Gladbach. 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 Yeah. Great, great, great game. Yeah, third years, fourth. Um, on on uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, it was the first time I've seen Jadon uh, Sancho play a full game. What do you think? I'm impressed. Yeah? He looks, I mean, he Did looks really good. Did you not really see good. him play for England? Uh, no, I missed that game. Were I missed you, that game. Were we away? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think we were away when yeah. that game was uh, Was that in, that wasn't when we was in Norway, was it? Was it? Ah, uh, it might have been. Yeah, it was. Been. Yeah, yeah. There was an England game while we were we in travel. Norway. We travelled. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, oh no. You make me look bad. Just constantly away, you two. I went to seven countries last year. <laughs> um, I don't earn a lot. Um, I've got no money. I'm highly in debt. But um, no, I was I was really impressed. Like, And, and it, is, it is, you know, half-time or at the end of the game when they're showing highlights of him just sort of, American people and dribbling past them and stuff, but oh, he's excited. It, 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 he's really it's, excited. It's, it's, I mean, the pundits all said it, and it's true. It's his decision making at that age, which is probably making him stand out with certain things. His ability, you know, a lot of players have ability, especially at youth level, to dribble and 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 shoot and whatever. But it's actually doing the right things at the right time, and he shows uh, a lot of examples, especially in that game. I think, um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, and he's an out and out winger, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's, is he's, really he's great. I mean, you can imagine. Him and Sterling on either side of Kane with someone like Ali or whatever behind him, you suddenly start getting a really exciting front front line for England. Yeah, I mean he, I mean he, he potentially could be better than Sterling for sure. Yeah, right. The, I mean the only caveat to it, and it's funny because I I was uh, really hung over this morning and I was watching uh, Premiership years, and uh, it was only like twenty thirteen or something. It was the the Gerard Slip year, and uh, Ravel Morrison was tearing it up oh. with West Ham, and I remember thinking, God, what happened to that guy? Just, Prison. <laughs> I think he plays the in streets. I think he's him. in China now, or he's in he's in some weird. Isn't he in like in an Arab country? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be right. I yeah. think so. Um, but I just, I, honestly, some of the goals he scored in that season that was I only mean, four or five years ago. What has happened to him? Well, so he, he was. We got to keep the hype down a little bit because you never know. But but I, he still spoke about as like the guy who was the best of that youth team. Oh man, yeah. I, I think that's a, an exception. I mean, he had a lot of personal issues in terms of his. The way he lived his life. Like, yeah, because Sam Allardyce said straight away, as soon as he signed him, he was like, this kid's going to be trouble. Yeah. And that, and that's why Fergie let him go. He was like, yeah. the talent was there, but... He's like, Alex Ferguson talks highly about him and the talent he had. He's one of the most talented players he's ever had, right? But he couldn't keep him because... But that's just... what Rio Ferdinand said on BT the other week. He was like, in that youth team, you had Pogba and you had... Morrison. Morrison. And he was like, Morrison was levels above him at that, at that stage. Really? Yeah. So... Obviously, we see where youth, some youth players are slow developers, but he still should have been at least a comfortable Premier League player. What, yeah, but what is interesting now, though, is that um, because, of, because of what Sancho's doing, obviously there was, like, Bayern wanted to buy hudson Adoy. you've got Reese Nelson at Hoffenheim, you've got all these young English youth players now going, oh, I'm going to go out to Germany. The Germans love it because they're going to make an absolute fortune. They're already saying Sancho's yeah, worth so, 80 million. Well, I think so, in the papers that United are planning an 80 million yeah, I mean, for Sancho. Yeah, but then again, this morning I saw uh, 280 million for Neymar. There's some new uh, Qatari prince or, uh, who's got 900 billion. That oil. And he's going to buy Man United for 4 billion or something and he's going to buy Neymar. I, I mean. Neymar for who? Levels. Uh, for Man United. Um, but we've I know me and Mark talked about this for years, um, and I I don't know what your opinion on is it, Danny. But um, like I've really wanted uh, English players to go abroad. Like I think part of the problem in staying in England is uh, well, the part of the problem with the the senior side for England is that they all just stay in England. Yeah. Like they don't spread their wings and stuff. And 
getting a different sort of uh, input and work um, training methods and all of that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Experience just away from it. Well, Arsenal, and, Arsenal and City are like all their youth players and now do it. Like, was it Joe Willock who's the big um, neck big thing for Arsenal? He's just gone to some other German team, Schalke or someone, I think. They're all doing it. On loan? Yeah, on loan. They're all going there um, to try and get some experience because they can't get in the teams, which is probably the right thing to do. It's good. Yeah, I thought it years ago, mainly because the level's different as well. There was yeah. always like, was it like Jack Wilshire when he couldn't get in the Arsenal team? And it was like, go abroad. And if he went abroad, I think it was like AC Milan wanted him. And then it was like between AC Milan and West Ham and Bournemouth. And you're like, go abroad, play for a higher level team. Yeah. Like, What is it about English that... They're just afraid to go abroad. Like, well, it's it's particularly the young. If you're young, if you're, yeah, if you're 17, 18, 19, man, you just have to go abroad to a country you don't speak the language, you don't know anyone. You leave yeah, but your everyone, family, but everyone like, all over the world does it, except for the English. Not really. German, Germans are renowned for not letting their young prospects go abroad. Well, actually, not to be fair, I mean, let me let me take that back. Actually, I think it's more maybe players from like Brazil and Argentina that probably. Well, yeah, they have to. Yeah, because they're Africa, Yeah, enough. no, and just probably just the money. Well, in Europe, it? not at all. Like a lot of the yeah. French team, a lot of the young French players will play in France. A lot of the young German players will play in Germany. Um, I don't know. It's it's difficult because the other flip side of that is you want the Premier League to have good English players because that's. What you watch week in week out, and that's we've got that's um, the best league in the world, arguably. We've got another solid English player in Aaron Ramsey about to go abroad. <laughs> looks to your betters. I know he's Welsh, don't worry. Um, do you know? It's, I saw something this week about um, Aaron Ramsey, and they were like, "Oh, can't wait for a big triple threat in Juventus with Ronaldo." Um, was it Dybala? Uh, yeah, Dybala and Aaron Ramsey. And I was like, "I like Aaron Ramsey." <laughs> I think he's a good player and I'm gutted for him to be leaving but he's not that level. Like he's not he's not on level. They're not going to be a triple threat but yeah, it's, it's just weird way to to lump him in with that group. Yeah, if you're half decent and you're out of contract, Juve will come in for you. So, <laughs> is that a thing, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe their whole team's free transfers. <laughs> like, <laughs> they seem to be doing well with that sort of business model. Yeah, well they were good. They, they do well. They dominate. You go there. You're pretty much guaranteed a league title. Yeah, I mean they dominate the league so stupidly. I think they've lost. They've won every game but one this whole this yeah. season so far. It's just nonsense. Like more dominant than City were last season. Well, I don't want. I'm not. I don't want to talk out against um, Emery because I, I think he's doing a decent job and I'm I'm looking forward to what he's going to do. But I do think I, I I'm saddened by the fact that Aaron Ramsey's leaving. Like I do think he's making a mistake. Do you think if at the beginning of the season, if, if they hadn't signed Ozil for the 350 grand, hadn't oh, given him a new contract, do you reckon if they'd said to Emery, you've got one of these two to give a contract to, Ozil or Ramsey, which one do you want to keep? I don't think it'd be very difficult to guess which one he would have said, let's keep Ramsey. Well, Maybe he's not. not but... I mean, I, I, I don't think Ozil's injured or, or ill. I think he's just not getting picked. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, so... Um, he, does, he, probably... he does have bouts of illness, though, Ozil, that seem to come in. He does look ill like, all the time, doesn't <laughs> it? I think it's just his eyes. Yeah, yeah, like, he's the only player who seems to miss games through flu. So every time, like, it seems like, oh, will Ozil get picked? It's like, oh, no, he's got the flu this week. It's like, yeah. no other footballer seems to get the flu as much, so... I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's difficult. I, I don't think he's an Emery-type player, really. Um, you think like in, it, if you think about Lacazette and Aubameyang with Özil, that should be a seriously strong front line. But well, Özil's just a bit. I think he's done. I think he's done at being this world class level. Like he just, he just doesn't put the effort in. 
It just doesn't look like he cares. And I know that's a very English but, thing but to say. But he lacks so much creativity in Arsenal. And he's the only guy who has any creativity. Surely he can build a team, like, can get a way of getting the best out of him. Well, you Germany's know, still playing. You know for years, like, I've been standing... He's retired. Yeah, he retired. Oh, well, up, up, yeah, because of the Turkish thing in the yeah. summer. But up until then, he was being played. But, yeah, no, um, but you know, you know that I've, I've stuck uh, with Ozil for a long time, a lot longer than a lot of other people, and was like... You know, he is. He just has that ability that not a lot of people have, that natural talent. And you do have to build a team around him. I'll take sort of not tracking back with him and, you know, get players that will do that because that's not what he's there for. But I think his time has just expired there because he's not even... He just he just doesn't look like he wants to be there. He doesn't look like he wants to put in any effort in. And Yeah, I don't know. Is he the best German to ever play in Premier League? Um, I don't know. I can't think of stuff in my head. Haman, maybe? Haman was quite yeah, good. Yeah, Haman was good. Balak? Balak. Yeah. Definitely not Schweinsteiger. He was not at the time. Well, yeah. Balak is better than Ozil, but was Balak's years in the Premier League better the than best, Ozil's yeah. Premier League? Sure. So, like, there's no doubt Balak is a better player. Jens Lehmann has to be up there, surely. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> just, for the com- just for the comedy value. He was a good goalkeeper. See, I, I see, I don't rate Ozil. I would say Mertesacker is a better German than, than, <laughs> oh. than Ozil. Like... Mertesacker came as a clown and within a year everyone was like, do you know what, he's not that bad. I, I didn't, I, I, just so it's so funny, but he, he came as a clown. He had like 50 caps for Germany coming into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he the, wasn't a clown. The first game he was, like, it, it was a bit of a joke and then he turned it around. It was like, this I'm guy a big fan. I love Mertesacker. Um, yeah, he was good. Should we talk about FA Cup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is on this Ta- weekend. Talking about Arsenal, Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. Made uh, played for Derby, didn't realise that until Danny pointed out. So did you know that yesterday he scored his first ever FA Cup Did goal? he score? Yeah. yeah. So he came on at uh, half-time, he was on about 20 minutes, and he scored actually a good header as well. Um, his first, he's won the Cup seven times, and he's never scored a goal in the FA Cup. So he's years scored old. like five goals in his career. 38 years really old. Really not prolific. Yeah. Well, brings him back. really score very much. Lampard Except brings him back, and he, uh, yeah. he go, well, they got knocked out anyway, but still... Just thought, shout out to Ashley Cole. Seems we're talking about. Yeah, it was good. Well, it up. Yeah, it might have the might have the winners tomorrow uh, with Man U versus Chelsea. Would um, do you think uh, Man United are in a good shout? Have you really watched them in the FA Cup? Uh, are they playing their full squads. They they well they will do because it's Chelsea. But you've got I mean Lingard and Martial are both injured, which I think is a massive loss at the moment. Sanchez is obviously a mess. Um, Chelsea are bursting at the seams well, here. Th- yeah. This is this is the funny thing. It's almost like a good time for both teams to play each other because Chelsea are just don't know what's going on Sarri's like imminently going to be going clearly and which is It'd shocking be... but he is and then United have got a load of injuries so it'd be interesting to see how we respond we yeah. haven't lost under Solskjaer yet, yeah exactly. so this I, I... will be the first time we did you just lose uh, but that's play? what I mean we've just this will be the first game we've played since we've lost I was actually said we didn't talk about them earlier but did you watch that game the PSG game yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we... do you think that was just that was another game where like Pogba and, and a player like him is almost like Hazard where these big games you need them to produce and, and yeah. he just had a nightmare. The, the first half was was a bit more even. I think losing Lingard and Martial, clearly you could see there was a, there was an obvious tactic there which was use their, like Rashford, Martial, Lingard, pacing behind the defence and, and the back line of PSG was scared, like they, they were sitting deeper. As soon as those two went off from injury, it changed everything. You've got Mata and Sanchez, you've got no pace at all. Remember we, we said it, we were talking during the game. Um, in no pace at all. They pushed right up, and so and then um, that was it. Man United were backs against the walls, and they they have obviously have some class and with some bad defending. But yeah, I, yeah, I, it wasn't it, embarrassing, but it was a good learning curve, I would say, for that team. But and the thing is, what 
like needs to be remembered is PSG are a better team. So sometimes yeah. you can get your tactics right, you can get everything right, but when you're playing a better team, if they get their tactics right and their game plan right, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I don't know. I thought that, that game was there for the taking for Man United at one point. Well, you you think it was purely because uh, Cavani and um, Neymar are out, which yeah. is about 50 goals this season between them. But, but actually, that that, I think it helped them because when you look at, when I think we said this the other week, when PSG played Liverpool... Neymar and Cavani were a big problem because they weren't tracking back and they weren't being able to, they were being torn apart because they were leaving spaces for the likes of Salah and Mane. And that's exactly what Martial and Lingard would have done in those same spaces. But actually, by bringing in Draxler and Di Maria and players who will track back but also have quality, I think. Di Maria revenge game. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I just get a lot of hate, money. That's yeah. surprisingly so. Well, right? Not that surprised. That he just... did come out after, after he left United, he did come out and said he never wanted to go to United in the first place. So. Ah. Fair enough. Um, but that was a game where Pogba just didn't... He, he didn't look like Pogba has in the last few weeks, has he? Like, Yeah, he... He got nullified by Marquinhos. Marquinhos to, out the game. Yeah, what I used to c- criticise Ozil for was that he would bully teams in the bottom half of the table but never play well against the top half. And Pogba has that trait. He don't play well against big teams. So, yeah, like Man City last year, he played well when we were 2-0 down. Got it back to 3-2. But there's not been many big games where he just dominates. But he'll domi- he'll bully the smaller teams. Yeah, so no problem. You've got a Crystal Palace or a Bournemouth, Pogba will just look look a different level. But when it comes to the big games, he well, does we'll, go... We'll this, see. He didn't touch the ball for about 12 minutes yeah. of the first half. Like the first 12 minutes. Do you think the tie's over then? Yeah. it's it's Should be. It, I think we'll do an Arsenal where Arsenal used to lose the leg... You lose the first leg and then go out heroically in the second yeah. leg. I think we'll do that. I think we'll we'll probably go out on away goals or so. Or you know, if I was Solskjaer, the thing I'd be telling you, do you remember when, uh, years ago, when we beat Roma 7-1 and we'd lost, I think it was 2-0 in the first leg. Uh, so we were down and second leg, it was at Old Trafford, so it was a bit different. And we, won, we went and won 7-1. And uh, I think Solskjaer played in that game. That's the kind of thing I'd be telling them. Be like, look, things can happen. He he. I don't. I don't want to get too much on the hype train because it, he's not my manager. But he, he's just. He does say the right things after games. Oh yeah, constantly. he's amazing. Yeah. Like, he's you amazing. know, he just knows what it is, and he said, "What well, he just did." He after that game, he was like, "We just showed our inexperience in it or something like yeah, that." Yeah, he yeah. was like PSG at the level of team that we want to become. Yeah, and yeah. which is right. I, and I do think sometimes we like in the press and stuff. It makes out like. If, if a team loses it's because the manager did something wrong no. and then sometimes it's just a case of as you say like we got two injuries we're up against a team that's better than us anyway um, it, it's just unfortunate and I think Solskjaer that's why he probably didn't mention the injuries or that because he realised you know we're just up against a better team so it's like, interesting you say it because sometimes I think when they say um, like for younger teams or teams are we need to. Uh, they should buy this person, that person. Sometimes it's just a case of seasoning. Like you've got, the, you've got the players. They just need more experience. I don't think there's too many changes. I personnel. I do think you need new centre backs. I don't, we kind of disagreed on that last week. But other than that, you guys seem to sort of maybe get rid of. See, Sanchez. I think it's the middle of the park we need. So like, that what's game... wrong with Herrera? Like, is he just not the level? Uh, I like he is. He, but he oh, he's good for a job. Like he does a job, but. We're expecting Matic to cover far too much ground. He like there there was counter attacks, and we're expecting him to cover from the right back to the left back that whole area, and he's just not mobile enough to do that. 
Yeah. So. Um, talking of Champions League, Champions League draft. No, no, next round. Oh, we don't. Because oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just split, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got the game. the round's not over because. I'm annoyed that you've got Spurs and I've got Dortmund. That's upset me quite a lot. So, do you want to do the games first or we'll do our results for next week? Uh, do the game. Yeah. Yes. What game you got for right. this week? So, this one took me a bit of work to do. Now, oh, um, no, I don't know how long this will take. So, for us, yeah, remember, quick game's a good game. Because uh, I was really interested last week when we were talking about the idea. We disagreed on the fact that you guys were like, um, I don't know why these teams at the bottom of the half don't pick players in the championship to to the Premier League like in January. Oh, you mean like Wiles and Huddersfield going by Billy Sharp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You've got these players in the Championship that are banging them in. And, I'm, I'm, and, I, dis- and I disagree with you because I was like, well, they come into the Premier League and they don't do very well, right? So, this game is who gets closest. So, I've tracked back from when um, the Championship came to the Championship in 2004-05 season, right? Okay. right? Um, I've picked the top scorer of that league. I've, I'm going to name him how many goals... You guys have to guess closest how many goals they got next season when they was in the Premier League. Oh, I like that game. Yeah? Oh, okay. Makes sense? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Right, so who wants to go first? I don't... I'll go first. Yeah? yeah. All right, so um, in uh, the first season of the Championship, 04-05, Nathan Ellington nice. for Wigan was the top scorer. He had 45 appearances. With Jason Roberts, wasn't it? Those two up front. Yeah, and 24 goals. Right, next season, do you remember which team he played for next season in the Premier League? Black That's Star? not a part of it. No, he played for West Brom. They bought him oh, for yeah, yeah. three million and one pound. Didn't they buy both of them? I don't remember. I, I feel like they bought that. both strikers yeah. from Wigan. Right. Yeah. Um, so in the oh five oh six season, he made thirty one appearances. How many goals did he get, Mark? Oh no, actually, sorry, this isn't. You both get guesses here. I just realised. So <laughs> <laughs> whoever gets closest, <laughs> so stupid. So, sorry, he scored how many goals in the Championship? Uh, he scored 24 goals in 45 appearances. Nice. So, Mark, you can guess first how many goals did he score in the Premier League next season for West Brom? I'm going to go with four. I'm going to go with one. One? Yeah. He got, and I've just said, I'm going to do the scoring system. If you get it exactly right, you get two points. If you get it closest, you get one point. Yeah? All right. Got it. He got five goals in 31 oh. appearances next season. West Brom bought him for three million and one pound because he had a clause in his contract over three, that million. Over three million. That's like the Suarez forty million and yeah, one that yeah, never happened. Yeah. All right. So Danny, you get to guess first this time, yeah. Okay. All right. So in the oh five oh six season, Marlon King for Watford was the oh, top oh, goal scorer in the championship. God, yeah. Forty one appearances, twenty one goals. Uh, in the oh six oh seven season, he um, played for Watford. Still, how many goals did he score? I'm going to go with four. Mark? I, 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 wanna, I was going to go with five, but that seems a bit... You can hard. do it. Yeah, five. Five, yeah? Yeah. He scored four goals. Boom! Yes! 06-07 season in 13 appearances. Um, and in fact, his best, goals, his best uh, season scoring in the Premier League, do you know how many that was? No, four. <laughs> Five. Well, in the 0809 season, so Lovely. yeah, there you go. You've done a lot of research. I this. did, I did a this little bit. This is going to be a long game, though. Yeah, the next. Need to I, I, need to, I need to whiz through. I'm taking yeah. too long to say it. The, the 06 07 season, um, 
doesn't count because that player didn't get into the Premier League at any point. I imagine Cameron Jerome's going to be on this list at some point. That was Jamie Curtin in 06 07. 20, 23 goals. He didn't play for the Premier League ever. Oh, Kevin Phillips. Um, Sylvan Ebanks Blake. Oh, he was actually. Wolves, yeah, yeah. But um, he was a top goal scorer for two seasons in a row. Um, oh, no, no, no. He wasn't top goal scorer at two seasons. He was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it that said these games never work? Yeah, yeah, What's the score? Yeah. <laughs> two one to two me. Two one to you. Come yeah. on. In the, quick, yeah, in the oh seven oh eight season, he scored twenty eight goals. Didn't go to the Premier League. Oh uh, eight oh nine was the top goal scorer in the in the Championship with twenty five goals, uh, forty one appearances. The oh nine oh ten season was the Premier League. Mark, how many goals did he score in twenty three appearances? Three. Danny. Six. He got two goals, oh. 23 appearances, so it's 2-2. Two, two. Thanks, Blake. Yes. Actually, that Wolves team scored like nothing that season. <laughs> In the 0 uh, 9 10 season, there was two top goal scorers. They, neither of them went to the Premier League, so I'll tell you that. There's Nick Maynard and Peter Whittenham, 20 goals each. Proving our point, they should give these guys a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Graham. In the 2010-2011 oh, season. Danny Graham. He, do you remember well, who he played Swansea for? Swansea or Sunderland? Sunderland. He was, oh, he, Swansea. Yeah. No, he played for Watford then. Did he? He's been around 24, there. 24 goals uh, for Watford. He The next season he was bought by Swansea. I think yeah. both teams got promoted, I think. But Swansea ended up buying him for 3.5 million. He had 36 appearances. How many goals did he get, Danny? Danny Graham. Not many. Um, That's the theme of this game then. I don't know if you've realised. I'm going to go with three. I'll go with six. He got 12 goals. Ooh. Oh, see, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, now it's getting up, yeah. See, quality. <laughs> 12 goals for a promoted season. 3-2 to Mark. 2011-2012 um, season, probably the most notable player of the lot. Do you remember? For Southampton? Uh, what's it, Charlie Austin? No, Ricky Lambert. Ricky Lambert, yes. He got 27 goals in 42 appearances, banging him in. Oh, Austin was QPR, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Next season, he played 38 appearances uh, for Southampton in the Premier League. Mark, uh, how many goals did he get? Uh, he got 10. I reckon he got 14. Ooh. 15 goals. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, because he, he got bought by Liverpool, didn't he? He had a good season. No, that well, that season. No, he played for Southampton for a few more seasons. Oh, did he? Liverpool, yeah. yeah. yeah he was good though. He was good. Yeah, he's probably the best out of the lot I've just named here. Um, well, actually, no, the next man is the best. Okay, go on. The unofficial All Talk FC uh, mascot, Glenn Murray, old man Glenn Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wait, what, the scores are three three there. Three three. Wow. Yeah. Um, Riveting uh, game. <laughs> Sorry for anyone listening. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Murray in the uh, 2012-2013 season for Crystal Palace got 30 goals in 42 appearances. Danny, he, uh, how many goals did he get next season? Um, I don't think he had the greatest of seasons when he first came up. I'm going to go with eight. Mark? I'll go with three. He got one goal. Oh, I was going to say in, one. But in 14 thought, appearances, uh, he actually started the season injured. Uh, not to come in. Uh, like I, I actually went to say one and I yeah. thought, well, f- technically, three is a better answer. Yeah. <laughs> Four, three to Mark. So, what year are we in? We're in uh, now we're in the uh, 2013 14 season. <laughs> Ross McCormack got, uh, was oh, yeah. top goal scorer with 28 goals, 46 appearances. Didn't go to the Premier League afterwards. Yeah. Uh, 
Same again for Daryl Murphy in the 14-15 season. 44 appearances, 27 goals. The last, this is the last one, so all to play for. Andre Gray for Burnley got 41, oh, got 23 goals in 41 appearances. Mm. The next season, how many goals did he get, Danny? Burnley's, they got relegated, I think, in their first season, Burnley, and then they came back. Um, I remember his goal against Liverpool. Louder. Um, I'm going to go with five. Oh, that's too high. I'm going to go with four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I think, was that the season he got suspended, like, after a couple of months? Oh, maybe. Or he, he was injured for about a year as well. Because of he? some old tweets that came up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that did happen. I'm going to go with two. You said four. four. You said two. Yeah. He got nine goals. Oh, oh. I've taken it. Did he get nine goals, really? Well, fair enough. And 32 appearances, so I don't know what season you were talking about, but he certainly wasn't suspended. Uh, right. Yeah, it must have been after. I think he might have been suspended when he got signed. Like, I can't remember. I can't remember. So what are the scores on the doors? 4-3. Did I win? No, that was 4-4. Mark was leading 4-3. Yeah. Four, oh, that was 4-4, four, four. sorry. Yeah. So, I didn't have a tiebreaker. <laughs> the one <laughs> tie. <draw>. Yes. <laughs> But we got one here. We so, don't like draws in this game. No, we do not like draws in this game. So we can do one final closest two. Go on. Yeah. Glenn Murray. <laughs> Your favourite player. Yeah. He's be, so he's certainly going to break his um, his uh, best season goal scorer in the Premier League. But what is his what is the number of goals in his best season? Excluding this season. Excluding this season. Yeah. Uh, who's going first? Uh, Mark's going first. I'll go thirteen. I will go with fourteen. Glenn Murray's best season goal scoring in the Premier League is twelve. Mark gets it. He's on 10 so far this season. I imagine he'll break it this season. So that was way too high, Danny. My goodness. Oh, well, it's wow. basically higher or lower. Yeah, right? I was trying to lower. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'll get higher. Um, there you go. So I think you'll also point out that your your idea about why teams don't get um, strikers on the yeah, championship you can, you holds can pro- ground. I guarantee you could play that game with a load of other strikers and it'd probably be different numbers. No, but my point still stands. So, what's the point in spending heaps of money on a player in the championship to come up? Because they're, they're not heaps of money normally. That's the point. They will be there. And one of the criticisms we have of teams that come up is that they don't stick true to the team that got them up. So you're comparing a top goal scorer in a team to then a new team. But as, I think in those instances, there was only one team that made a transfer, and that was uh, for what's his name? Graham. Danny Graham. Graham. Yeah, Danny Graham. Other than that, they all start with the same striker. So. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. yeah. Great game. Great game. Took nice. That didn't take too long, actually. That was all right. Um, what have we got next? Results League. Next week, we've got uh, Champions League midweek, but we've got our Premier League is back next week, along with the Six Nations, if you're interested. Yeah. So, we did miss, um, we missed, what, about four or five weeks while we was away and over Christmas and stuff. Danny didn't keep us... In check. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. That was yeah. your job. We at the time difference. How are we to know? You were supposed <laughs> to bloody message us and say what's your results. All right. But you did yeah. not. I did so, not. I'll take Thanks that for one. that. Yeah. 
Um, but so we've got a few discrepancies, but we're just going to carry on like usual with the same rules and, and just do our best here. So last results, let's go. The last ones we did was we actually did last week's ones, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about it on on the pods. Yeah, um, I managed to get three points. Got Arsenal to beat Huddersfield two one. I picked Burnley to I picked Brighton to beat Burnley two one. Got zero points. Mark went for Crystal Palace over West Ham. He also got zero points. Which is unlucky because they should have won. Maybe. So currently the scores are scores on the doors are, which is not good for me. I'm on sixteen. Danny is also on sixteen. Mark is. Uh, consistently terrible at 11 <laughs> nice right so uh, we'll go with you first Mark actually because you're bad um, who do you want to pick and why uh, I did have a look <laughs> <And> why, <laughs> why? <laughs> sounds like blind date <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking so, for uh, just I had, I'm pretty sure I had it who I'm, there's one team I haven't picked to win um, I don't know there's Sorry. a few teams you haven't picked to win we went through this before the pod, Mark. Yeah, and I forgot. Bad radio. Yeah, you've, you've picked 17 teams, so there are three teams you've not picked. You've not picked Wolves. That was it, Wolves. So I'm doing Wolves to beat Bournemouth. Ooh, good and choice. I'm going to go... Uh, I'll go 3-1. It's really dangerous picking Bournemouth games, because they will get thumped a lot of games, and all of a sudden they'll just go the fuck off and just... Beat Chelsea four 0 <laughs> <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's really they're, they're pretty strong at home, Bournemouth, though. So that's a big call. Yeah, big, big. But it's, uh, they're just quite erratic, isn't it? Um, go on, Danny. I think we've got the same one here. We still... I, because I haven't picked Liverpool to lose yet, and I fully believe that Man United will beat them. I'm going for Man United to beat Liverpool, and I'm going for a two-one. Oh my god, that's literally a, exactly with what a I was one matter winner. That's my call. Uh, I'm just going to go for a 3-2 then, just to make it a bit more interesting. How about that? Yeah, so we're both going Man United. Um, I'm going Man United to beat Liverpool, because I haven't picked Man United to win once this season. I think they're actually, if they're going to do it, they'll do it now. These are the type of games you want to pick Liverpool and, and maybe City on occasions to lose. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go for 3-2 just to make it interesting. Nice. I wanted 3-1, but, you know, they scored some goals. Um, cool. And who? It, Man United are at home, aren't they? They are. It's at Old Trafford. Yeah. yeah. Especially at home. Cool, nice. Uh, Danny um, beat Mark by one point in the All Talk Fantasy. It's becoming, uh, it's becoming regular. Who, who put yourself? Torreira in this in our All Talk team, by the way. I did. Mark did. You know he makes his terrible choices. <sighs> it's just you made a good one with Laporte a few weeks ago, didn't you? Right. You did. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, that, that worked out well. I got twenty points. Right. So the All Talk Fantasy team gone, Danny. How's, how is the team actually doing? Terrible. I haven't even looked. <laughs> uh, overall rank, 3.4 million. Well, that's all right. We're in the top 50%. Hey. Uh, overall points, 200 points. Still got points. Kamara playing. Go on. Still, yeah, we've still got a player that doesn't no longer plays in the league. Is it above you in the league, Chris? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let's just yourself. check that league. No, it's, it's definitely bottom. But it's not that far off you, Chris. Uh, we're, we're talking... 60 points. That's doable in one I'm week. not having the best season. Like This is probably my worst season in fantasy football history. So I don't I'm know having, what's going I'm on. I'm actually having a really good season. I'm you are having an exceptional season. 78,000 well. at the moment. Yeah, yeah, really. In the country. Good. But go on, what's the transfer you're going to make? Uh, I have no idea because I haven't thought about it yet. Um, I'm just looking at. I'm probably going to have to get rid of Kamara, but I don't think we've got any money in the bank. So. Because he doesn't even we play in the league cheap, anymore. Yeah. Uh, go to transfers, you're on my team. I know, I'm looking at who we might play, though. Uh, we might need to edit this bit out. No, I'm not like, editing nothing. Oh, well, then I, I don't know. All right. <laughs> we'll, tell, we'll let you know next week. We'll yeah. just look at the team because I all know you. Uh, I'd quite it. like Jimenez somehow, but 
Um, do go on our official yeah. Twitter page, Auto yeah, we'll FC. Update it there. We've got our code for the league, so please come and join it. Uh, oh, you know, I might do. And might you may Felipe win a free Anderson. T-shirt. I might get Felipe Anderson in this week. He might get Felipe Anderson this week. Maybe, maybe not. Destroy Fulham. Even though we need to get rid of Kamala. Wonderful. <laughs> There's no other cheap strikers to put in. He's Wonderful. so cheap. What have I got? 5.7 5. 5. for a striker. It's absolutely nothing. Uh, are there even any strikers that price? Uh, oh, Rondon. Do you know what? I might get Barnes. Rondon. Solomon Rondon. Home to Huddersfield. Or Ashley Barnes. And then who are they playing after that? Newcastle. Then at home to Burnley. Oh, yeah, he's playing for picking. I'm getting Rondon. I'm doing it's it. Loads. It's not Troy like, Deeney. Troy, yeah. Oh, my God. Reed has been banging him in. Charlie Austin. <laughs> uh, right, Rondon is in. He's made the cut. Mooney. I don't know what you're talking about, Dan. He's made the cut. There you go. No, no need to check our Twitter. It's all sorted. But please do check our Twitter. <laughs> we need the followers. We try to be witty. Uh, try not to be racist. But that's Danny's job on this pod. What? <laughs> Last week. Last week? Yeah. Almost edited you out. What are you on about? You're anyway. talking about Crystal Palace players. Right. Um, and their hair. Yeah. What have we got left? Front All we've got left is front three, back four. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Don't all jump at once. Yeah. <laughs> um, in my front three this week, um, oh, in my front three this week is boy. Uh, no, Jesus Christ! I can't get the words out. I'm so hungover. In my front <laughs> three this week is bandwagon fans. Um, on Friday, it's All Star Weekend in the NBA this weekend. Um, which is always good fun. Big fans. Big, big fans. big fans. Big fans. Go on, Steph Curry. Love you. Um, but on Friday, uh, the commissioner, Adam Silver, went to a tech summit. And they did their first release of, or their first showing of um, jerseys that changes its numbers and name on the uh, Yeah, back. I saw that. That's good. Ah, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah. So now you don't have to commit to a team or a player. You could just change whenever you like. Whoever's yeah. doing good at the time. Nice. <laughs> so like stupid. That. Ah, we, how much is that going to cost? Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, why would you? But the thing is, they did, they changed a, it. A replica jersey that they wear is already around a hundred quid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and the thing is, that, like, they they had I think they had Steph Curry's name and they changed it to Michael Jordan. I'm like, one, he doesn't even play. But two, <laughs> surely it should be like to support to kind of. Go around being a fan. It should have been the same, same team. I don't know. Why? I don't know. It just it just seems weird to me. But I, I doubt that thing's going to be on general so, release. Sure. So was that front three? Uh, or back just four? That was front three. All right. Okay. Just to show the tech off, really. Yeah, yeah. Know, pretty much. But in my back four this week is uh, Katy Perry's feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recently engaged, Katy Perry's feet. Her and Ben got engaged this week. Who's she? Who's she going out with? Orlando Bloom. Oh, right. Is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez, I'm gutted. We don't keep Bravo's up on our... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, Katie... Back to Russell Brand. They look... Uh, a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> I'm a bit out of the loop. Yeah, you need to read Hello More. Um, <laughs> yeah, Katie Perry's feet are in my back four this week because she's been heavily criticised over her shoe design resembling blackface. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Have you seen it? I'm just showing it to the boys. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> what is her that? shoes have got a, a black with um, big red lips we'll tweet that That's some really blue cool. eyes and a nose yeah <laughs> follow it yeah uh, so she's obviously um, people don't like blackface I hear um, although this person these shoes have blue eyes so you know that's uh, well I mean sometimes black girls have blue eyes 
when they put them in. But um, what was the joke he was making earlier about me be, me bringing up uh, comments? I, I, I'm not being racist. It's <laughs> Katy Perry's feet up. Yeah. So um, very good. Yeah, I mean they're pretty ugly anyway. So I think that should be where the criticism lies. But her feet or the shoes? Her uh, her shoes. Her feet are lovely. I put them in my mouth all day long. But um, yeah, Chris. Great. On that note, right. <laughs> yeah. Danny, silence. Yeah. Go on, um, Danny. Why? So my front three is uh, in this week is Paul Scholes, who, if you don't know, football related. Football related. Can you believe it? Uh, he has. Sound like you, Danny. Get he has joke. taken the uh, managerial job at Oldham, uh, and actually, it was really funny. I heard Paul Ince in an interview. I think he was on Talksport earlier this week, say, or last week, saying about. If you had to guess, if you had to name one player he ever played with who would never be a manager, the first person he would say is Paul Scholes. He said, "I don't even think Paul Scholes likes football. The guy <laughs> hated being in the dressing room. He never said a word, and he didn't look like he wanted to be to be on the pitch when he played. Obviously, a fantastic player. He's obviously an Oldham fan, and he um, used to go and watch some of their games anyway. He's now a manager, and he's unbeaten in his first two games. They won their first game four one. He was going crazy on the touchline, and uh, they lost. They they would have won yesterday, but it was an injury time." Um, equaliser from whoever they were playing can't oh. remember uh, but good luck to Paul Scholes for jumping in and See, you know, taking some crazy of, uh, when Edgar Davids took over at Barnet <laughs> yeah. like, he's doing it because it's comfortable he's like I'm here I'm here anyway I'll just manage the team while I'm here maybe, well, maybe. well the, weird, the weird thing is obviously he owns Salford City and they're probably going to get promoted and be in the same league next season so that's weird he's going to own one club and manage another you presume he won't get promoted this season I don't think I'll get promoted oh, okay. this season though no. Um, so yeah that's my my front three um, my back four because I've just come up with it because I couldn't think of one um, it's a bit of a congratulations but it's Sergio Ramos so I don't know if you know but as of this morning he has just made history uh, he, he has uh, no so he is the first man in the league of history to get 20 red cards did he get sent off he got today? sent off this morning in there. so they lost this morning to Girona so they've basically given the title to Barcelona again Um yeah, congratulations to Sergio Ramos for um, being he, the ultimate uh, shitter. Is he uh, is he one of the most overrated players going? It depend, depends what you want in a player. If you want a player to get sent off a lot, then I've never, I think he's pretty I've, good. I mean, he's very, obviously he's very accomplished, but I've never been a huge fan of his. Until, like, is he is he at one point you know being held up there as some of the, one of the best centre backs in the league in in the world? Excuse me, I don't know. I was just going to look at his stats. I just think he's a he's a butcher, really. The thing with defenders, stats are hard to tell because uh, he scored he's six a... goals this season, but he's on penalties, so it doesn't count. But that's what <laughs> I mean. Like, <laughs> maybe matches, goals, and assists are not the stats I want to see of a centre back. Really, like, it's hard to judge centre backs through stats. Um, I mean, he's won everything. Uh, yeah, he's he is pretty. He was he's a World Cup winner, European there. Cup winner, Champions League winner four times or three times. League winner, God knows how many times. That's what I'm saying. He's he's overrated. <laughs> you can't argue with what he's won, and he's been the captain, and he scored goals in the Champions League final. Um, he's an he asshole. Here, but... and he was a fullback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do he's an asshole? Clearly. Yeah. Um, but he knows how to win. There you so, go. What, do you, would you want him in your team? No. I think you might. You you want serial winners. Anyway, that was my bat for Sergio Ramos for an unnecessary record there. Go on, then, Mark. All right. Finish us off. Yeah, I have mine. It's not. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, what one was this? Back four. 
So in Hungary, they want to. Uh, they the prime minister there is thinking their uh, population is declining and that they're becoming a weaker nation. So to future proof them, they've now they're now introducing a new law that says what's future proof, as in. Yeah, to sort of setting set yourself up. up for the future. So that he wants more... They do that regularly. <laughs> so he wants the more Hungarians. So what they're doing is, if you have more than four kids, you'll be exempt from income tax. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> really? A lot of people are like, my that would be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, it's like the like, opposite of China. I was wow. like, yeah, it's such a, a weird law that he's... Well, because there's a population dwindling, you say? Yeah, I think... That's weird. He, he wants to build a stronger nation, so... That sounds like such a... An Eastern European country wanting to build a stronger nation. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Reminds me of something. Mm. Interesting. Okay, good. Was that right. back four or front four? Oh, front three, sorry. Back four. Right. In, his front four in his front three is six in Hungary. Come <laughs> 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 on, right, That's front... how I would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's that back four? So that's a good thing. No, no it's such a right, stupid, stupid idea. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just going to have a load of kids, there'll be no income tax. The, comp- the, the country will fall on its knees. <laughs> Too many people and no money to pay for anything. What a stupid idea. Uh, I don't really get money. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't quite understand the economy and how it works. I just don't like paying taxes. <laughs> That's another pod. All right. My front three is actually something that went viral on Twitter. So um, this guy posted up, he found an old Apple... I think it was called the 2E, which is one of their their first computer games. And he loaded it up. It had been in his loft for 30 years. He had it in 1989. He loaded it up and it still had his last game saved on there. And it's just this really retro looking machine. But like it it sort of spat like people were like, this is amazing. Look how old this is. It's pretty retro. And then I was like, well, 1989. So... We're return of my list. Yes. So <laughs> Mark's list. I was like, well, nineteen eighty nine, that doesn't sound that long ago. I was one at the time. But let's Give have a look. Your age. Let's, yeah. let's uh have a look Gives at your um, pin code as well, eh? <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, I'll give my pin code. If anyone's got any money <laughs> and would like to support my time to get more lists, then uh, you can fund me. But uh so let's see if you knew that some of these things happened in 1989. Oh, I think we're just turning into a game. Okay. Uh, it's not a game, but I'm just going to name it. Because oh, right. <laughs> 1989 is actually quite an incredible year, according to BuzzFeed, where I got this list from. Nice. Oh, right. Because um, they're, they're reliable. Um, the yeah. World Wide Web was invented in this year. So Was it? Which, Tim Berners-Lee. Yeah. Uh, English guy yeah. who got celebrated. Was it at the Olympics? They did a big yeah. thing on him. Yeah. The Berlin Wall came down. Oh, thank God. <laughs> happened in 89. Yeah. Yeah. The first ever episode of a series you may have heard of called The Simpsons started. Never heard of it. No. No. Yeah, it's not that popular anymore. <laughs> it's big where, big in the 90s. <laughs> uh, a GPS satellite, the first ever one was put into orbit. Oh, thank God China. Seinfeld started. Nintendo released the Game Boy. Really? Oh. Little Mermaid came out in the cinema. And remind me, the, the story was this guy found an old Apple games console. Yeah, from 1989. So oh. I was thought, well, what else came out in 1989? Because this thing looked old. But when I went through it, I was like... We'll tweet a picture. Yeah. Um, 
Japan broadcast their first high definition TV. Really? Thirty in years. <laughs> yeah, thirty years later, we still struggle to get it in the UK. <laughs> That's amazing. The top film of that year, Top Gun, was Batman oh. with. Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite one. I think good film. And then finally, the Dalai Lama won the Nobel Peace Prize that year. So yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Good year. <laughs> yeah, Strong a lot man. happened. Hey, there we go. So next week we'll probably delve into some more Champions League games, maybe. Yeah, we've got some big games this week. Uh, I have a sneaky suspicion that Leon might just upset Barcelona. Ah. I've heard it here first. There you go. That's they, they beat PSG the other week, and they like to they beat Man City. They like to beat the big teams. So nice. Well, we'll we'll, we'll be waiting in anticipation. See if that happens, Danny. Watch them go win five 0 now, Barcelona. Yeah. Never mind. We've got some Premier League football, so that was good to have back. Always like that. Um, your favourite competition, the Carabao Cup, should be soon. Isn't it? Is that next Sunday? Week, next weekend, the final. Yeah. yeah. So we won't be talking about that. And uh, anything else? Let's have a good week, boys. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye.